0: Today, we're speaking with Ken Reese Carter. Ken Reese, how are you?
1: I'm doing phenomenally well, Band. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: I think we are so lucky to have you on our show, Ken Reese. This is a great opportunity for us to talk about very important topics. Uh, Ken Reese is the vice president of people at Genexa Inc., a clean medicine company. She is a health and wellness advocate who is passionate about medical nutrition. She focuses on employee retention, human capital, and bringing value to Genexa's employees. And we'll talk about what she's working on at Genexa, but also the broader Genexa mission in a little bit. But before we get there, Reese tell us a little bit about yourself and your career.
1: Awesome. Well, I couldn't start without not telling you that I am Jamaican, always waving the flag very, very proudly. Uh, Mm -hmm. from right in the heart of Kingston, Jamaica, I should mention. And, you know, as I talk about my journey, man, one of the most important things to understand about me is that I grew up in a family where my dad was a businessman, but also a farmer. And I was always in the space of something or surrounding wellness. You know, I was given a bicycle and told, make sure you ride, you know, always in the space of fitness and all that good stuff. So as I came up in my career, and I always tell the story about how I chose computer science initially. So my initial first set of degrees, because there are many, right, Uh, was in uh, technology. Mm -hmm. And as I started working in telecoms in my earlier years, I recognized that, you know what, something is missing. And then as I started traveling a lot, so I had the opportunity very early out in my career as a young manager to actually travel over 30 odd markets where the company that I worked for was spread out across like the English, the French, and the Spanish speaking Caribbean. And as I saw some of my colleagues, everybody would come in nice and fit and slim and trim and all that good stuff. But very quickly, the waistlines would expand, people would be getting unhealthy. (laughs) And I was like, that is not going to be my portion. So somewhere around 2010, you know, having spent a number of years in telecoms, I started to do some research on health and wellness all on my own. And then that evolved into me becoming a health coach and somewhere along the line, becoming a health coach and still working in telecoms, I decided, you know what, I'm going to start my own business. And after I started my own business very quickly, the company that I had resigned from called me back and said, hey. We see what you're doing and we wanted you to come and talk about wellness and that was through the hr department you see how synchronicity works there band yeah So I love it through the hr uh the hr department they said hey why don't you come back and do other trainings because you're so good at talking to people and that evolved into me entering the space of hr through that avenue and the rest is history so i, I want to say that's the the starting point of my journey to human resources mm-hmm. and um We'll talk a little bit about how I got into the field of nutrition.
0: You know, and Kenrys, I feel like I was probably one of your colleagues that had the expanding waistline. So maybe I can learn something from you today. Tell me a little bit now, though, what you and the team are working on at Genexa Inc.
1: Awesome. Well, first of all, I joined Genexa November 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. When everything was hot, I just moved back from Germany with my military family and I um, let me tell you boy, it has been a journey. So I pretty much went to GenXL, built the framework of the human resources department, because as you can imagine, with any kind of startup slash, we're actually more in the growth phase. There's a lot of things that are going on and you wanna make sure that you have the foundation for the people. So I was given the ambit of running the people and culture department. And that's, that's one of the things I went there and did. And now we are, definitely working on building programs, especially in the area of diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, we want to make sure that that's a a big thing because a lot of companies, especially when they're that small, they don't look at the foundational stuff. So that's one of the hot things that we're working on now from the human resources perspective anyway.
0: Yeah. And I mean, tell me a little bit just broadly about Genexa and the area that you guys are playing in.
1: Awesome. So we are playing in the pharmaceutical space, but we are doing something that nobody has done before. We are a clean pharmaceutical company, which means that we're providing clean medicines. And when we say clean medicines, it's specific to the fact that we are using the same active ingredients, but we do re- remove all the dyes, the fillers, um, all the things that are not necessary to put in medicine to for us to ingest in our bodies. You know? Yeah.
0: Now it's important. I'm one of those customers that gravitates to the shiny objects and the wrong colors and so it's good to have healthier products in the marketplace so we all can kind of move forward and take better care of ourselves but I mean it's a fascinating time in the human resources space in general uh, certainly also for startups in that space Um, Mm -hmm. we've talked about the battle for talent we've talked about things like DE&I what are the big topics that you guys are wrestling with right now
1: You know, I want to say (laughs) it may sound like a big topic, but it's really talent, 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 talent. And I think if anything COVID has taught us is how we operate business, it cannot be the same. So one of the biggest challenges we're facing is finding the right talent, but we are currently located in Atlanta, finding uh, talent locally and also looking to say, okay, how do we navigate that? And in lots of cases, we've had to actually move to a more remote kind of um, mindset to attract the right talent because what we're finding is that even when we find people locally, the challenge now is around who wants to be in the office from who doesn't want to be in the office. And you know, while we, we have to find that balance, right? Because it's important mm-hmm. to have that in-person connection, but we're also competing against companies that are offering, you know, a remote style or even hybrid. So we have to kind of navigate that landscape.
0: Yeah. And certainly over the last couple of years, those issues have been exacerbated clearly. And you highlighted uh, a couple of minutes ago that you really joined Genexa right in the heart of the pandemic. What a fascinating moment to join a company and what a fascinating journey you've been on. So tell us a little bit about uh, that process.
1: Well, first of all, let's talk about the contrast. I'm coming from working in Germany for the military, right? So I actually ran one of the wellness centers in Longstu, which is a very popular part of the base where they bring all the soldiers that are super ill, right? Mm-hmm. To shifting gears and going back into human resources because prior to that, I was consulting for ADP, right? So, mm-hmm. which is also a Fortune 500, you know, large company. So can you imagine making that shift from a military mindset to working for a company that came out of California, which had a more relaxed um, kind of framework and I had to go in and kind of bridge the gap of, okay, you guys are relaxed, but no, we need to build a culture that is right smack dab in the middle, that is going to give us um, the best of both worlds, right? So- You,
0: you know, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> I used to work on the army from an advertising perspective. So I worked on building some of the US Army's websites. And when we would meet with personnel from the army, I think it was the only time where I would have put together an agenda and they would demand that we do the agenda in like five and 10 minute increments, right? So it's like, you know, so you would have like eight o'clock to eight oh five. <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs> and, I'm wondering what the rationale was there. I yeah, but it was just
0: it time. was like an, it was like to really use time efficiently to make sure mm-hmm. that everything was well structured. I actually think it's such a gift to bring to business and to topics like human resources because um, it's kind of marrying that organization and that discipline together with really kind of new ideas and innovation. That's really the magic, right?
1: 100% agree with you on that. And, you know, I'm happy to say that, you know, you asked about some of the big things that we were working on and that's one of them, building culture. And when I say culture, I mean the values, the beliefs, you know, how people do the things the way they do it, you know, and figuring out what is our what are our culture tenets? What do we want our employees to embody? And I'll tell you this, it has not been easy because people are coming from different walks of life. They're coming with brokenness, they're coming with happiness, they're coming with all different sorts of things. And then you have to marry all of that to say, hey, you're in a new environment and this is the way we do it here, you know? And sometimes, Looking at the way we do it here and adjusting that as well, because it's not a dictatorship, right? It's a partnership. So it's been, I will say that it has been a very exciting journey. And I should have mentioned at the top of the conversation, just to shout out to our CEO, David Johnson, and of course, our president, Max Spielberg, who had this incredible idea banned because they had children and they wanted to ensure that whatever the children were taking in, it was going to be at a level that did not cause them any harm. And so they created this incredible company. And we are changing the medicine aisle, which is something that we are super proud of.
0: So let me ask you a little bit about culture, because you joined the company in the middle of the pandemic. You're recruiting new people. You're shaping a team. But, you know, we found ourselves struggling to be in, in offices during that time. How did you manage the culture element in kind of a hybrid life that we all found ourselves in?
1: That is such a critical question. Well, one of the first things I did before I made any changes when I went in was assess, right? I won't lie. I mean, I was always a sweet girl, you know. I had to shift some things and, you know, find some more casual clothes. We were in office and we weren't in office when a lot of other companies weren't. Unfortunately, like everybody else, we got hit with COVID. So employees started, you know, contracting COVID and we had to look at okay, it's time to go remote. And one of the the first things I did when we were going remote was just to set some ground rules, to hear from people, give them some guidelines to work with, like, for example, having a quiet space, making sure that your family don't think that because you're home, you can be doing, you know, the dishes or just some basic things, man, that you would not believe Mm -hmm. that people, you think people would know, but you kind of have to guide them on. And Also being open to hearing feedback and being flexible, right? Finding out who have small children, you know, what would be some of the challenges and making sure that we listen to our employees. And one of the things that the CEO did, which I highly respected was we had a lot of town hall meetings on a regular cadence so that people were able to share how they were feeling because it was such an emotional time for many people. You know, most of us didn't think we'd come out on the other side.
0: No, I mean, it's such an interesting moment. And certainly I think kind of marrying that together uh, with the products and the solutions that you're providing too, right? Which is health oriented. Uh, You probably have a lot of people that were part of the team that understood kind of the importance of health. So how do you manage those protocols and all of those fun things? That must've been quite a challenge. But I mean, now we find ourselves here in 2022, and it's an equally interesting landscape, if not more challenging right now. Reese, when you think about going forward with the company where, where things are shaping, what excites you and what's on the horizon?
1: Well, first of all, what excites me is doubling our workforce, finding incredible talent. So anybody listening and want to hit me up on LinkedIn, shame, shameless plug. But seriously, though, doubling our workforce and really finding people who are experts in their area. Because as you can imagine with growth companies, while we want to train people and we do that, we also value people who come to to help to to elevate us. right? Mm -hmm. And on the flip side of it, outside of talent, I want to make sure that I retain the people. And for me, retention is a very big thing because a lot of companies say things, but they don't walk the talk. Um, Mm -hmm. They flip flop on a lot of things. And I believe I'm doing HR very differently. I I feel any company that has me um, bad, usually I don't brag on myself, but you know what? Today I'm going to say that they will be lucky to have somebody like me because one of the things I'm big on is fairness. I'm big on equity. And when I say equity, I am big on that, right? Making sure Mm -hmm. people have what they need to perform their jobs, making sure that people are comfortable in what they're doing and also helping them to grow. Since I've been at Genexa, I've been uh, responsible for more than 20 promotions over the time, you know? And, People have shifted roles and I've helped them to kind of figure out where they should be going. I would say that that's one of my superpowers. So yeah, that's that's one of the things I'm looking forward to for 2023. Yeah,
0: it's such a great point to make because in startups, we focus a lot on things like acquiring talent or retaining talent. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: the reality is that probably one of the areas that sometimes gets forgotten is that career management. You know, mm-hmm. the, the idea of how do you shift and put talent in the right places? How do you keep them engaged and excited and growing? It's an incredibly important thing. And certainly that's a key area that you're working on. Ken Reese, if somebody wanted to learn more about what Genexa is up to and the opportunities and maybe some talent out there that wants to work at Genexa a Clean Medicine Company, um, where should they
1: find you? Well, first of all, you can find me on LinkedIn, Kenries Carter. That's K-E-N-R-E-S-E and C A R T E R. So you definitely can find me on Twitter on the same handle. And also, you know, once you get onto LinkedIn and you connect with me, you can also find the Genexa page, which is G E N E X A. And we're also um, on all the socials on the same handle, G E N E X A. Uh, definitely follow us because we are up to some good, right? And uh, we're always, always looking for incredible people. And we're always willing to talk and hear what you have to share with us. So definitely www.genexa.com.
0: Excellent. Well, we've been speaking with Ken Reese Carter. She's the vice president of people at Genexa, clean medicine company. She's also a health and wellness advocate who is passionate about medical nutrition. We've been talking about her journey uh, in the, I'd say, wellness space and the nutrition space, and now really helping to shape the culture and the human resources solutions for Genexa as it builds itself out in that space. Ken Reese, thank you so much for being on Cage Day and we look forward to having you back.
1: It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you. Cheers.